SEN Breakfast, Paul Hosby in the chair for Tim Gossage. All thanks to Fleet Network. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au. Big second hour coming your way. Plenty of cricket. Andrew Ty to join us a bit later, but we're now joined by Liam Pickering. Would you believe SEN wow. Big Bash expert? And Pickers. had a career himself, too. Welcome it was to the show. Very handy with the ball and bat. Uh, good morning, boys. How are you going? We're going well, mate. Talk us through your cricket career and how good you were. <laughs> uh, I wasn't that. I wasn't that good. Trust me. I played a lot of uh, Premier cricket over in Melbourne and captain and all that sort of stuff. But um, no, nah, certainly not at the level that these boys that are playing in the Big Bash, right? That's for sure. Wow. I think if it was around in your day, mm. because you would have been a chance. Would have gone high in the draft. I would have loved to have played it. I think it's uh, it's a di- it's a different format, isn't it? But uh, we didn't quite have those opportunities back when I was playing, but uh, it was all red ball cricket, really. A little bit of uh, mercantile mutual, I think it was back in the day. But, uh, yeah, yeah. A long time, long time ago, as you can as you can imagine. So, but it is. It's a, it's a great format. And there's always competitions now, isn't there? There's you know, T20, there's T10, there's a hundred. Yeah, I've still got 50 over cricket, so the white ball's really taken over. Well, and it was a big night last night, wasn't it? Uh, good start to the new competition. Thrilling victory. Uh, four buys to win the game for the yeah, Thunder. Can, but, geez, it question. had everything. Oh, it was a, <laughs> I tell you what, it was a bit of a ho-hum game until the finish. I mean, 122 for the team batting, batting first on a pitch that wasn't great. Uh, made it difficult. No one seemed to have their timing last night, and... Uh, but to get down to the you know, nine down with you know, seven needed off three balls and Garinda Sander, who looked like he was, should have been run out for about two, uh, you know, to hit a six to tie the, tie the scores and then four buys. My God, it'd be weird to see that in a game of cricket to, to get the win. So they needed one off the last yeah, ball there. They get the, the answer, four yeah. buys, but on their score, it only gave them the win by one. I know we measure in wickets when you do have a chasing team get there, but why don't they count the remaining runs on the scorebook? Well, I've got no idea. It actually should have been nine for, nine for 126. That's yeah. what the score should be. I'm not sure why it would say 123, given the ball went into the rope. So I'm not sure what the keeper was doing. I think he was too busy worried about grabbing the ball and throwing it at the stumps because he knew that the, the batsman from the non-strike had to be running, but it was a horrible mistake from Joe Clark, and yeah, he's an experienced player. So that was uh, that was a, a poor bit of cricket, but there was some really exciting stuff. There was that one-handed catch by Young Couch, oh. uh, which was a beauty. I think he, he put a bit of mayonnaise on it. To be fair, I don't look at the replay. We were, <laughs> we were pretty excited about it when we first looked at it, and then we thought, "Hang on, he could have run around just taking that like a normal catch." <laughs> anyway, it's all about it, it, and it was a, it looks it looks spectacular. Anyway, it's all about entertainment in the Big Bash, mate. What did you make of them kicking it off at uh, at Monaco? I never thought were well, they trying to revamp. Try and reinvigorise the the big bash to uh, to send it to Canberra in front of six thousand two hundred and eleven. Surprises me a bit, Pickers. Yeah, I agree with you, Scotty. And, and there were a lot of people during the game that were sending that message that you know the competitions had a lot of negativity around it. So you know to, to start off with the stars playing the Thunder in Canberra on a sort of a coolish night to me didn't make a lot of sense. And the pitch didn't help. I mean, a low scoring game. So I don't think anyone in big bash cricket. That watches it and follows Big Bash want to see scores of 120. Yeah, we were lucky that yeah, that at least the bowling side, Trent Bob got a couple of wickets early that made it interesting. But that game could have been over in 12 overs if uh, if Alex Hales or one of those guys came off. So 
No, it wasn't a great, I think it was great scheduling. Uh, it wasn't the way we wanted to start the competition. And let's hope tonight's game, you know, there's a little bit more fireworks here because the fans want to see sixes and fours and there wasn't too many of them last night. What did you make of the COVID situation? I know we want to move on, but uh, Joe Burns, he had to retire, hurt with his hamstring, and Marcus Doinus, mm. COVID-related hamstring. there for one ball in the game, didn't bowl off field. Well, they both look pretty crooked, to be honest. Mm. I mean, big storing was sitting there with a towel around his head, a towel on his lap, before he went into bat and then played a very unstoinous-like shot first ball. You never see him do that. So his mind wasn't on the job, clearly. And then you had uh, Joe Burns, who I think it's a hamstring. I haven't actually said, but he was limping around like he had a stone in his shoe. So um, at one stage there, I thought he had gout with the way he was running between the wickets. <laughs> very, very painful was, stuff, that, because they could they could drop a yeah. uh, large man. Yeah, well, yeah, I, th- I thought he, he stayed out there four overs too long, to be honest, because they couldn't, you know, if he, he was trying to hit boundaries, he couldn't do it. He's, he's clearly going to miss a couple of weeks, so... Um, it wasn't a great night for the Stars in the finish. Uh, they got close, but uh, to lose to lose Joe Burns now for I would think you know three or four games uh, will be pretty. You know, he's a pretty important player for them. So and Storm as well. Will he come up for Friday night at the MCG? On the way he looked, geez, he looked sick. So hopefully he comes he comes good, but. Um, it's not an ideal way to for the preparation to go into a game, is it? I've never seen a, a bloke described as it looked like he had gout. Uh, <laughs> that, that's that damning. Did you say, hey, Scott, <laughs> Scotty, did you say the way, see the way he's running between the wickets? Well, it wasn't flash. It wasn't quick. Um, and you know what? Uh, you know, that's, it's, it's a serious infliction. It's, uh, it's got new meeting now with gout gout. gout the gout, runner doing the so run, well. Yeah. It looked, looked like gout gout. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Fast. <laughs> hey, mate, Piggers, what about the, the only team you know we really care about is the one that's dominant of this competition for so long now is the Perth Scorchers uh, playing on Saturday against the Sydney Sixers. Thoughts on the Scorchers? So, you know, big bash tournament coming up. Well, this is the, this, the, this game on Saturday is the one they should have started with. Mm. You know, clearly the best two teams in the competition. Um, we're going in, they're the best two performed teams in the history of the competition. So, to me, uh, like a game at Perth Stadium, you know, between uh, the Sixers and the, and the, uh, the Scorchers, you know, it would have been a perfect way to kick it off. But anyway, they chose not to, and that'll be a really good game. Uh, both really good squads, so I would, I would think that'll be a that'll be a beauty. But they're in good shape. The Scorchers are always in good shape. They're a hard team to hard team to beat, and I know with my time at the Renegades, and it's been seven years there. I reckon we beat them about three times in seven years. So yeah, they're always a difficult matchup to play against the Scorchers. Disrespected in the market once again. They'll love that the Perth which I think they're the fourth line of betting. Uh, what is wrong with the off world the championship? But what about uh, the South African series? We're getting excited about this one because you look at the recent record against South Africa. It's not great from an Australian point of view. This I is going to be a real one. test. I fear this one. No, I don't. I think we'll. I think we'll do a real number on it. I think the Aussies are playing great cricket at the moment. Uh, they bowl well. Like they've got good fast bowlers, but. I just can't see how, how um, you know, they're going to handle our bowling, to be fair. I think we've got, we've got some terrific bowlers. We'll get Cummins back, obviously, for the first test. And, you know, Boland's there, but then you'd, re- you'd reckon Big Hoff would come back the next test after that. So, well, probably won't, actually. It'll be in Melbourne. So, <laughs> no, they'll play Boland in Melbourne. That's a guarantee. So, someone will miss out that Scotty Boland's going to play. No, I think, uh, I think the Aussies are, uh, are in really good shape. They've got a great squad, and I expect the Aussies to win and win comfortably. Wow. 
Wow. Roy from Templestowe, he likes you. Pickers love your work on Off the Bench, absolute legend. Yeah. Uh, we've got and our Christmas for record, party. For the record, too, on that one, uh, your savoury your savory snacks list. Uh, Hutchie and you both did a savoury snacks <laughs> list. I think you won it hands down, mate. I'm not sure what Hutchie was thinking with his list, Pickers. It was poo. Well, well, let's be honest. Hutchie, common sense isn't his best friend, let's be fair. <laughs> so, the big man, when the big man went with a pick six, he went with TV snacks in the oh. savoury list. I mean, that was the end of it. It's all over him. What is, what's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> he just couldn't quite get his head around what a, what a savoury snack was, even though I explained it to him eight times. We need to know, though, is he in Perth? Like, you talk to him all the time. Yeah, he was here for he? the Wildcats. We haven't seen him, We've mate. got our Christmas party tonight. Will he be there? Okay, I'm going to have a look now. He's, he's, I've got his calendar in my calendar. He's in Sydney today. What? And then he's in he's in Sydney the next three days. I don't know where he is Saturday. He might be on the show. I assume he is. Yeah, no, he question. doesn't look like he'd be there. He won't be there. <laughs> he's got his diary. Going, going by his diary, he looks like he's in Sydney, mate. Yeah. Why, don't you, why, don't, why don't you go an extra step and tell us who he's meeting with in Sydney over the next three days? <laughs> Well, no, no. I can't tell you who he's meeting with, no, no. but what I can tell you is, um, as he received over in Perth, you know, they've forgiven him yet for the uh, the mighty Cats missing out the finals last year. Yeah, we went three in a row. We yeah. went three in a row. He was there, courtside, uh, one on uh, on our win on Monday. Um, he's in the paper today, actually. He's, he's been paper talking today. to the Cavaliers manager, Cleveland Cavaliers, and the article is about uh, making the Wildcats the biggest brand in world sport. Oh, look, I mean, I think, you know, I have a bit of fun at his expense, but, yeah, you know, he's got a great vision for the Perth Wildcats. I know that as a business we do. So uh, it wasn't a great first year. Um, obviously, a new coach now. and They look like they're getting their act together, the, the Wildcats. So let's yeah. hope they can continue. Absolutely. We are around um, Scotty. Abs- oh, mate, I'm there. Don't worry about that, mate. I'm the loud... Vocal spokesperson and fan. Don't worry about that. I'm a real fanboy well, when they I'm come a, on. Hey, I know you are. I remember we went to, we went in the cor- corporate seats to uh, <laughs> the courtside seats to go and watch Melbourne United when we used to have a part here and them. And you got an invite along and. You took off your jacket. You had a Perth Wildcats top on. <laughs> went down like a, it went down like a lead balloon with a big man. Yeah, I'm very surprised I'm still employed. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been with the company six years and I never got one of those invites to the corporate suits. You're <laughs> oh, the best ones, Chase. Don't worry, you'll end up getting one there. That's, uh, that's, the, that's premium service. Don't worry about that. Thanks for your time, Pickers. Enjoy Legend. your weekend. Good on you, see you, boys. Liam Pickering there, even though we're only at Wednesday. Uh, morning, Scotty and Hayes. Not sure if it's been discussed, but is it normal practice to advertise your AFLW senior coach role on set? You weren't happy with this, but uh, I'm actually okay with it. Well, because, how can you be? Well, you've got to throw out the net really, really no, no, far. That, that, because I, where do you get your coach from? You can either just go to the AFL men's. You get him from you doing your homework and, having a, and, and, and uh, having a list put together, if you're going to sack your incumbent, then you have a list of people that you are going to. And unless that list of six to eight to ten people have all said no, stick it up your jumper, then that's when you're desperate and you go to seek. They would have that. They would contact them. I can't, I, I'm really stunned And by then this. they would go and cast the wider unless net. You just a, don't know. Unless it's a box-ticking exercise so they can come back and say, we have you know searched everywhere, we've put it out everywhere, and we've found our best applicant, and, and here they are. I, I think it's purely box-ticking.
What do you think? We'd love to hear from you. The Toolkit Depot open line 13 12 55 and the text line 0487 736 736. And if you've got off the cuff, that is coming up next.